Hi, my name is Pastor Sheena Cameron. And I'm Reverend Gerald Cameron. And welcome to Word Up, a place where preachers grow. So when the devil try to take me down, remember James 1 and 12 receiving that crown. Satan had me bound. See, I was lost and found. I put my faith in ye. Now I got angels around. So open up your gospel. This feeling is colossal. Feel like we back in Jerusalem. Talk with the apostles. I walk with the Messiah. It's he who takes us higher. See, I've arrived and baptized to God See, and I'm living in his grace. Word up, word up. I'ma never lose my faith. Word up, word up. I get the blessings from above. Word up, word up. I know it's healing in the blood. Word up, word up. Amen. It's good to be back. Yeah, we was going for the minute. Now we're back for a jump off. Amen. Amen. And so we are excited. Um, there's a lot to share, but we, we will we will get into the text instead. But we thank God for the journey. And we are happy to be with you uh, this season. Yeah, and so what we're going to do is just recap for people who are new to the podcast. We typically do the lectionary New Testament or gospel um, text. And today we're going to do the lectionary New Testament. Which is Galatians chapter 6 verses 1 through 10. And so we're going to jump right in. We're going to jump right in. This is a beautiful book in terms of how to deal with conflict. I love this book, um, Galatians. As many of you know, there is a conflict in the Church of Galatia uh, with Jews and Gentiles, and this conflict between assimilation and being in the body of Christ. And what does it mean to really hold your own identity as and at the same time join in community with brother and sister um and so i like the i like to say the dirtiness of the of 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 the context and how to deal with such issues in particular this week dealing with conflict between brother and sister yeah and i think um we do have a popular verse in this text um um, and we'll jump to that in a minute. But one of the things uh, still thinking about hearkening back our memory to the fruit of the spirit, because um, the spirit, uh, big S spirit, uh, should restore uh, such a one who has transgressed in, um, in the spirit of gentleness. And so really still, uh, even if we didn't cover the fruit of the spirit, I believe that was last week's lectionary. We just want to make sure that we kind of think about that as we read through this text this week. So in this text, Paul is speaking specifically to Christian brothers and sisters, hence why he starts off with my friends. If anyone is detected in a transgression, as my wife shared, you who have received the spirit should restore such a one in the spirit of gentleness. And so here in this text, you see Paul laying out uh, a particular grievance, if you will. We don't know particularly what transgression is, but if you take it generally, um, there is these exhortations that Paul makes for the Christian, for the believer to handle if there is a grievance between a brother or a sister. 
Yeah, and so one of the things that um, I'm noticing just as a community, as where we stand as a nation, we are, um, this podcast is really literally recorded days after the record landmark decision in the Dobbs versus Jackson case, and uh, that essentially reversed uh, the Planned Parenthood of the 90s and the Roe case of the 70s. But the point that I wanted to make is this country. I was reading um, Dr. Martin Luther King uh, something today, one of the excerpts from his speech, and he said that America has three issues. America has a race issue, poverty issue, and a war issue. And here we are today reading this text America has a race issue, a poverty issue, and a war issue. And so my question is, how are we able to either receive, how are we able to restore, how are we able to even do good in today's climate? That's 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 a difficult conversation because in today's climate, we really talk past each other. Um, we don't talk to one another. And I think that's really the gist of this text here is how do we as brothers and sisters in Christ, how do we as a community talk with one another? How do we, as I'm jumping ahead in the text, how do we bear one another's burdens? Mm-hmm. And so that 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 is the goal of any schism or conflict that we have is how do we see each other for who we are, hence the identity piece in Galatians, and how do we deal with the elephants of the room in a graceful way and in a humbling way that leads to reconciliation and Again, I love Galatians so much because it speaks to what is going on now and how we might as a people um, address it. And so these exhortations here, I think, are very important, um, really relying on the Holy Spirit um, to find the commonality between one another and relying on the fruit of the Spirit, right? Mm-hmm. To move us into graceful conversation, move us into seeing each other, not in the eyes of our differences or in the or in the sins that 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 we believe the person is in, but rather we see each other as both dipped in iniquity and both still saved by grace. And so how do we how do we do that? How do we have these conversations? And how do we gracefully, gracefully accept one another and grow together as a community? And that leads me to the scripture that I said is one of those ones we like to quote, especially in a black church. Uh, Be not deceived. God is not mocked for so whatsoever you reap, you will sow. And so the point that one of the first things that came to my mind is karma. Karma is a... uh, (laughs) We won't say what she is, amen, but she is a itch. We'll say karma is an itch. And so the one thing that, I, that, that I'm thinking about as I'm reading this against the landscape of a, a America in a climate 
of conflict is what the Lord has created and what the Lord has designed still stands amid everything going on. So what's one example of that? The Lord created everything in the beginning to produce fruit after its kind, hearkening back again to the fruit in the beginning of this passage and the fruit of the spirit earlier in Galatians. So the point I'm making is, is that when we're sowing and we're scattering seeds, if there's seeds of any particular kind, they will spring up. Mm. Malcolm X said it this way, chickens will come home to roost. So at the end of the day, if you're sowing conflict, you're going to reap conflict. If you're sowing a judgment, you're going to reap judgment. Conversely, if you're sowing warmth, welcoming, understanding, you're going to reap those as well. And that is really the goal of community. That is the goal of how to live together. Um, my, my, my mom used to say, you know, if, if, if two, two flat tires can't take, can't go nowhere. Right. <laughs> you know, meaning that, um, if, if, if somebody in, in in your community, let's take it family, right, is struggling um, and they're having issues, but you yourself also either deem them as unworthy of help or don't want to help uh, or, or, or really don't see it as your problem, then both of you, right, are, aren't going to go anywhere as far as the relationship and the restoration of one another. And so I think it's very important for the sake of community and for the sake of building and lifting each other up. That's why I like what Paul says to bear one another's burdens. Uh, it literally means to voluntarily take or help distribute the weight of somebody and maybe the weight they put on themselves. Maybe the weight is something that the world may have put on them or maybe you know, they, 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 they themselves have gotten themselves into something that they can't really pull themselves out of. And Paul says, literally, if that's your Christian sister or brother, then you should help and bear that weight. Um, and, and, and what does that mean for us to go out into the world? What does it mean to deal with uh, brothers and sisters who see Roe versus Wade on both sides? How do we go into conversations that are fruitful and that bring harmony to one another. And I want to just hit this last point because I want to say this. Um, the Bible says our, our next uh, famous scripture we like to quote in the black church. So let us not grow weary um, for if in due season we will reap if we faint not. And so um, I'm, I'm looking at the NRSV, but I got to harken back to my own uh, King James roots. But my point is. I'm tired. I'm tired of protesting. I'm tired of commenting. I'm tired of voting. I mean, can I just be honest? I'm tired of voting. I'm tired of people posting and telling me to vote. Um, I'm tired of this so-called democracy. I'm tired of uh, the burden of prices just going up astronomically and there's such a greater need. Um, even, even if we look at, we didn't look at the gospel, but the gospel right? The harvest is plenty, but the laborers are few, which would have been the gospel for this week. I'm tired. 
So how am I supposed to not grow weary in this, in the way this, I mean, we've been running literally, we've been running literally by the seat of our pants since March of 20. I'm tired. How do I not grow weary? Cause I'm, I, I'm truth is I'm tired. Right. And as this text says, you cannot, you cannot, you will grow tired if you don't involve, if you don't rely on the spirit, if you don't rely on the spirit. Um, and so that's what we're seeing now. Um, we're relying on our own selves. Um, but without the spirit within us working together through our conflict, we will continue to just be tired and fatigued and not wanting to come together. So it is our hope that as you think about this text in light of all that is going on, uh, that you uh, hit some of these issues head on as uh, these are issues that your congregation is thinking about. Uh, you're probably thinking about it, but please know that the spirit will guide you and lead you as we continue uh, down uh, this road with our current political climate uh, in our nation. And we are not going to leave this um, podcast um, on the uh, precipice of the beginning of July without saying we intentionally did not mention anything about the 4th of July because you can just cite Frederick Douglass for that if you need more information on why we did not say anything about That's the right. 4th of July. So we just wanted to let that be known and we thank you, thank you. for joining us here at Word Up, a community where preachers, preachers grow. grow.